again to another episode. My name is Joy and I am Pink Girl Teaches. I'm the founder of Pink Girl Teaches and I want to thank you so much, first of all, for taking time out of your day to join me. I'm really looking forward to getting into this conversation and really going there and, you know, talking about some things with you today. But before we dive into our discussion on integrity while dating, mm -hmm, yeah, I want to just tell you a little bit about myself. For those of you that don't know, I am a certified life coach and my niche is in narcissistic abuse. I help victims of narcissistic abuse recover and reclaim their identity and help them as they walk through the fog of everything that they had experienced, fog, fear, obligation, and guilt, and lead them onto a trajectory where they are able to walk in the fullness of who God created them to be. So that's that's what I do, and I love what I do. Um, I've I've been talking about relationships, not just with narcissists, but healthy relationships for quite some time now. And so when I get the opportunity to come and talk to you on this podcast, I really enjoy it because we can look at dating and relationships from a different dynamic. Being that I am, I am a saved woman. I'm a woman that is pursuing the heart of God. I feel like, you know, we need to have conversations as kingdom kids about how we are to carry and conduct ourselves while we are out in these dating streets. Because we know that you don't just put on a crown or you're not just crowned to show up anyhow. When you are who you are, you are who you are. And the way we navigate these streets is so important. And I don't think, I haven't come across many shows that actually talk about dating and relationship with a kingdom perspective. They may have a church perspective, but there's a difference between church and kingdom. I'm not here to discredit the four-wall church because I love the church. I grew up in the church. I come from the church, but before any of that, I'm of the kingdom. So I want to have this conversation, ladies and gentlemen, and, and let's talk about it. And ultimately, let's grow together. One thing about integrity is that it's not a light switch. You simply can't be one way today and another way tomorrow. You've got to be consistent in integrity. You know, you're integral in all your ways. And what society and culture says right now is that, yeah, you can be integral in all your ways, except when it comes to dating, because you don't owe this person any commitment. But is the commitment or is your integrity based on who you know or who you are? And when we really understand and digest the fact that, yeah, your integrity has nothing to do with anything or anyone on the outside of you, but rather everything that you are, then you can't buy into the date however you want. In the last episode, I talked about it being, about it not being, should I say, Burger King. You simply cannot have it your way. You cannot have it your way and be integral because what the world system tells you that it's okay to break from, it's okay to ghost, it's okay to send people into the orbit, it's okay to participate in these trends, dating multiple people, stringing people along, and just continuing to perpetuate hurt, disappointment, discouragement, and then sit back and say, I can't find somebody that I want. I can't 
find a good person. There are no good men out there. There are no good women out there when all of that is a lie. The thing is that you've been busy terrorizing other people. Now you think you're going to reap a wonderful reward, but it doesn't really work like that because the more people that are terrorized either pull back or begin to engage in those games. But if you're, if you're integral in your ways, you've got to play the game differently. And it's not even that it's a game for you to play in because you realize that first of all, you as a person, who you are matters. And you don't have time to involve yourself in what other people say should define or dictate who you are. You make those decisions for yourself and you stand on it. You stand on it boldly and confidently knowing that you're doing the right thing for the right reason and not to impress other people. So you stand on that. You continue to walk in who you are. And it's so important that as, as believers... We don't walk like how other people are walking because we're called to not transform to the patterns of this world, but to be, or we're called not to be conformed, should I say, not to be conformed to the patterns of this world, the dating trends among, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. But how is your mind, how is your mind transformed? It's transformed in his presence. And if we're going to God about all things, including our dating, including our sexuality, including those urges and desires, he has to show up because if we're going as his children, he doesn't just leave us hanging off a cliff with no way out. He always provides a way for us to continue to walk in who he says that we are because we are completely surrendered. So how you date most certainly matters. You know, the world likes to talk about a karma system, but I come against karma because that is the law of attraction and that's not how the kingdom of God works. The principle is that you reap what you sow. So there is seed time and there is harvest. Now, what are you putting out there that comes back to you? And one thing that people fail to miss or they, they fail to understand is that while you may reap the harvest that you desire, you get the person that you want. But what have you sown for your generations to reap? How will your children benefit? How, what will they get? Because let's be very clear. Seed time and harvest is a real thing. And just because the seed was planted today, it does not mean that it's going to bear fruit tomorrow. And so when you consider those things, but above all, when you consider who you are in Christ, you just can't show up anyway. You know, I understand and I really do believe that we are not one dimensional, meaning that we don't just wear this holy and this righteous uh, persona, that we are multifaceted and we are fun and we are outgoing and we do different things and we have different hobbies and it's not in your word 24-7. You're not interceding 24-7, but you're living life. But just because you're living life doesn't mean that you wear a mask for some of the time, so that you can enjoy yourself, so that you can date how you want. And then when it's time to go before him, as if he didn't see that this person that you are talking to, this person that you just ghosted, this person that you're breadcrumbing, this person that you're stringing along, first of all, that person was made in his image and in his likeness, just like you. So what are you saying or how are you treating another, another one? 
that is his child? How are you treating them? And would you like to be treated like that? You know, it's so it's so easy to get caught up in these things. And as you know, I believe we all, well, many of us desire to have that special somebody to participate in life with or to share life with and, you know, to be able to share our moments of joy, sorrow, and just all of life with them. And so we want to get out and we want to meet people. But I want to ask you a question, and I look forward to hearing what you have to say about this. I would love to hear your thoughts. That as many times as we seek God for Korea, we seek God for our purpose, we seek God for our calling, we seek God to help us in the offices that he appoints us to, and we trust him with our children, we trust him with our finances. Why Why can't we trust him with our sexuality? Why can't we trust him to bring the person that would that would lead us into so much joy and we would be able to be content with who he has given us and know that he reserved his very best for us. But we think that our preferences are above God's ability to meet. How? When we've trusted him with so many other things. So even when we consider integrity in dating, where's the integrity in our faith walk? Where is the belief in how we are presenting ourselves in the world? Are we just going to participate in rotational dating because I got to find that right person? Or are you going to sit down and say, God, reveal the spirit to me, show me who it is, or the type of person that you desire for me? Or God, reveal me to me, show me me. What are the things about myself that my spouse, my future spouse needs? Because God speaks. Whether you want to believe this or not, God speaks and he reveals the spirit of the one that he has desired for you. I've spoken about this in previous episodes, how you can either stay in the permissive will, your free will, or you can walk in God's perfected will for your life, meaning that everything everything that he has designed for you to live your life and everything that you are to accomplish, this person that he sends to you is the one that will help you get there, the one that would help you stay there. But before God presents this person, he works on you, on your character, on on the things that he knows that this person, you know, on how the two of you will mesh, in other words. But he works on each one of you so that you fit. it fits like a glove. And that's not to say that everything would be perfect, but... He knows what he's doing, but do we not trust him because, you know, I like a certain look. I like a certain, you know, vibe. I like a certain swag. But is swag, looks, and vibes enough to intercede for you when you are backed up against the wall and you need somebody to pray? You need somebody to fast for you. You need somebody to encourage you in the Lord, but what more than a God partner, a purpose partner, somebody who God ordained for you before he laid the foundations of this earth, but are you willing to wait for that or are you going to get involved in the system of rotational dating and sliding in DMs and responding to those things because you've got to test the spirit by the spirit to be sure, is this who God sent for me? Who sent you and what do you want? 
or when you find that you're tired of talking to this person or the next best thing has now come along because you've continued to swipe and to go from app to app and to platform to platform and engage and have DM after DM, a spirit of confusion, more people after more people and you're being enticed, seducing spirits and all of this is happening and yet you are expecting something fruitful from your life, but are you taking the time to assess the characteristics of that person? I see that you're fine. I see that you're beautiful. I see that on paper you have it together, but what is your spiritual health? Are you going to be a pallbearer in my life? Are you going to bury God's purpose for my life. If I get with you, will you cause my faith walk to dwindle? Will you be like a python spirit and be difficult when and I find it difficult when I need to pray and that I can't press into his presence because of who you are? Because when I decide to pray and I decide to give it all, you want to they want to detract and pull you the opposite direction. Or are you just being enticed by the bodily dimensions she's caught she's got a coca-cola body and he's got all the daddy vibes you ever dreamed of where's the integrity in waiting in on waiting on god and who god has for you i think you know paul said it best when he said when i was a child i acted like a child i talked like a child i thought like a child i reasoned like a child when I became a man, I put away the way I put the ways of childhood behind me. And so when we understand the severity of 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 what of what of your relationship with God, because I don't want to make this about, you know, a call and anointing and this, although all of those things matter, but the most fundamental thing is that we connect with him and that, you know. We grow in him and not grow. And when you when, when you grow with God, there's fruit in your life. There's evidence of it. And so you see, just as Paul talked about maturing, we are to mature in our walk where we trust him with all things. And even if you are dating, even if you are, even if you are out there, even if you are out there, then you would still know that the way I carry myself, the way I interact with other people matters. There are some people who have been horrified in the dating streets. And if they encounter you walking in authenticity and integrity, not to anybody else, but to yourself, when they, when they experience you, what do they get? Do you detract or do you edify? Do you uplift or do you tear down? Here's here's an example. A while ago, I had to make a block. I had to block somebody from, you know, and this is a long while ago from my past. And we crossed paths again. And he asked me, why did you block me? Why did I block him on social media? I thought, you know, things ended well between us. And I said, I agree, things did end well between us. But here's the thing. We met to find out if that there was if there was any common ground for us to be more than just friends, you know, to, to see if we could have a relationship. But we discovered that no, there was no ground for that. And so I didn't need you to stay in my life as a friend because I, I didn't go into this looking for a friendship. And I commit to my future, not my past. 
And so for me, closing doors is in, is important because I want to be able to be fully focused in where I'm going and not where I've been. The only thing I need from my past are the lessons. And I know some people like to keep your numbers. Some people like to keep you within their harem. And this is not just in toxic instances, but some people want to see, can I circle back? If what I'm pursuing now doesn't work, um, maybe in time we can reconnect. Well, if we're going to reconnect, then you, it's going to happen in a divine way. I don't have to be a doorway for it. I got to focus on what's in front of me. I got to focus on where I am and where I need to go. And so I close doors. Just because I closed the door doesn't mean that, you know, everything was bad, but I've got to move forward. You don't move forward continuing to look in the rear view mirror. You engage in the road ahead. But the way that we close doors is important. The way we close doors is important. I know for many people, shooting your shot is very difficult. I can't imagine if I had to shoot my shot, how I would feel about having to do that. Because rejection does bring some, some you know, it does bring up some feelings. But here's the thing is that we have to be able to be sure that when we are when we say that we're kingdom kids or when we are children of God that we are not injuring people because of our own ego and because you know oh well I have options you know you know how I feel about reconsidering re people options I did not enjoy being treated like an option I didn't like how it made me feel and it made me deeply aware that I that's something I cannot inflict on somebody because I understand how 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 painful that feeling is but to consider that made in God's image and in his likeness is an option for me to toy with God doesn't play about his children believer or none he does not play about his children because why diminish the value that he has put in somebody to be nothing more than an option i understand that there are different people that you can involve yourself with but you treat people with respect and we can't call ourselves kingdom kids when we continue to perpetuate the cycle that it's okay to engage in the games of the world have it your way no you cannot this is not burger king you simply cannot. But you also have to remember that your behavior really does impact others. And so when they meet you, I asked you before, do you, do you, um, do you detract or do you edify? When they meet you, do they meet a representative or do they see you walking in integrity that you have no problem telling them, no matter how difficult it is, because this is something that we would want people to tell us that no thank you, or to be intentional with how you are conducting yourself with them because, again, integrity matters. And I think to be able to say that I walk in impeccable integrity would be a wonderful thing because there is no duplicity in you. And as much as as much as many people or as many people who um, like to lead with position and title and influence in the spirit, God cares about who you are and how you treat other people. He doesn't care about the office. And I'm not saying he doesn't care to belittle anything. No, but how you conduct yourself, how you carry yourself is important and if you are, you know, for many people that lead with title and position and those things, but don't have the integrity to go with that, 
it's very dangerous for those that are watching. But even when you are, when you're in a position, you know, no matter the position though, really, but when you're part of the body, how you conduct yourself and how you allow people to engage with you because you also set the tone. You understand that the word tells us that we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And if we are lacking in self-love, then what do we expect from somebody else? Because self-love is foreign to us. And so how do we know what is genuine and real love? And so while we're in our wilderness season, let's just say, is this the time for you to be dating? Because your wilderness season is a time for development. While you're in a training season, is this time for you to be dating? Because you're training for a reason. And it all boils down to, again, how much do you trust God? Are you willing to wait? Or do you have to do it your way and on your time? And he'll meet you because I know they say that faith without works is dead. And so I need to be out there dating. But yes, you're right. Faith without works is dead. But what are you doing to, pre to prepare yourself for your desired fulfillment? How are you? How are you making sure that you as a person are somebody worth dating? How are you making sure that you actually are leading with integrity, that you are actually, um, you're actually, you actually know how to meet the needs of the person that you are going to be with. And how can I say that you know that you would meet their needs, but are you actually seeking God about you? The interesting thing with God is when you pray for somebody, like, you know, we can say the prayer, God change this person. God tends to change you. He changes your heart. But if we're praying for our spouse, for that future spouse, kingdom spouse, right? God really starts to work on you and the parts of you that need to either grow, develop, flourish, or need to be pruned away so that you can be who he wants you to be, who God wants you to be as a whole person, not for a spouse, but to just equip you for the things that God knows that you are going to need in your future. And it, you'll find that not just your spouse benefits from the growth that you get during this period, but the people that you are in divine connection with. And yes, your spouse would be one of those, but do we just get so distracted with, oh my gosh, this time, the time is ticking and it's got to happen. When is it going to happen for me? And then how do you date afterwards? Where do you position yourself? Because we all know the saying goes, the saying goes that, hey, people's spouses are not going to break into your house at night. They're not just going to show up. But when you start to interact with people and you start to show up in this, on the dating scenes, whatever that is for you, how do you conduct yourself? And what flavor will you leave because you are the salt of the earth? And so one of the things that I've told myself, and I try to make sure that this is how I live my life, and the impression that I leave on people is that, yeah, I really want to be the salt of the earth, that I'll leave an impression on you that you met somebody who cared, 
You met somebody who valued you. You met somebody who was intentional with you. I don't believe in the whole representative thing. I believe you show up as you are. Yeah, I do. I believe you show up as you are, but know your boundaries. Know what is too much and know what is not enough. But if you ever have to exit stage left, you make it known and be on your way. And like I told you, I block and I move on because this didn't work and I'm moving on. I'm not here to gather a whole collection of people in my phone, on my pages or those kind of things just to have people. Now, you got to go because I'm focused on who who's to come and not who was. At least that's just how I do it. You don't have to do it that way. And I'm just I'm just sharing with you. I'm sharing with you my thoughts. But at the end of the day, what I would desire most is that we can have this conversation and we can talk about this and we can see, okay, so now this is where we are. And I think, Joy, maybe if you would do things like this or, you know, what exactly did you mean when you said that, that we can have a deeper conversation and grow because ultimately our goal is to grow together. But we don't just grow together on our own and with what we know, but we grow in God. And what he already knows about us, because what is going to be has already been. He already decreed a thing over your life before he formed you in your mother's womb, actually before he laid the foundations of this earth. And so who else knows you better? Who knows us better? So I want to thank you so much for spending some of your day with me today and being part of the conversation, Integrity While Dating. I do think it's a, it's fundamental. Without integrity, what do you have? And our integrity really comes from our relationship with our Father. It comes from your guiding principles. And that's what makes you faithful in your relationship with Him. Well, your experience with Him helps you to be faithful, but I'm saying your integrity will continue. It shows in your relationships with others. And if we're going to say that we've been set apart, then our ways have to show that we've been set apart. You can no longer engage with what kingdom or with what culture says, but you go all the way to kingdom and you stand on what you stand on. So thank you so much for your time. This is Joy with the Pink Girl Teaches podcast. Have a fantastic rest of the day.